SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Wednesday, February 22nd. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, Vancouver comes through again. Dreisaitl does not. SEC Game of the Year tonight. NBA still on break. Hawks fly a different route. Bama says my bad. Getting bigger and bigger. McCoy crushes Biennemi again. Nice when things that are supposed to happen happen. And 42 years ago today, what happened? We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid. Ah, what's going on, LLs? How are you on this uh, hump day Wednesday? Yep, uh, you got an overcast sky, no rain, no snow in the forecast, not very cold, although the weather is supposed to turn awful uh, over the next couple of days. We'll see about that. Little college basketball last night, little NHL last night, still no NBA last night, still no NBA tonight. The NBA will finally resume tomorrow. Uh, as I said before, what, what dopey sport shuts their league down for a week plus? I mean, just just amazing. So, all right, we'll push the NBA aside uh, once again. Does anybody really miss it? Honestly, right? Uh, I, I just as soon talk uh, spring baseball than I would NBA. God, the NBA is such a stinker nowadays. The, the worst of, of the worst. Uh, still, there was time for the Atlanta Hawks to fire their head coach. All centering around the fact he doesn't get along with Trey Young, which is why the previous head coach got fired, which is why the next head coach probably will get fired. Trey Young's on that. You know, he looked like he was going to be a super, super duper star three years ago when uh, he led them into the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, hurt his ankle, and they lost to uh, Milwaukee, and they ended up not going to the Finals. That was a good team. It looked like they were going to be a comer and then everything else, and... You know, mediocre last year, so far mediocre this year, and rumblings earlier in the year about how he doesn't get along with Nate McMillan. Hey, you don't get along with your star player. Welcome to the NBA. Hey, you're, you're just not you're not going to be around. Uh, you may be the nicest guy in the world. You may be the best head coach in the world. You don't get along with your star player, and that star player, and I'm not saying uh, it's necessarily the case, but Trey Young doesn't want to play up to his potential, and you start losing games. And word gets out, the, the, the star player who you want to re-sign as an organization, you know, doesn't like the head coach, you're, you're gone. I mean, said it last night during uh, In Play Sports Tonight. College basketball coaches have it so much better than NBA. NBA is like the only sport where it's better to be in college than it is in, in uh, the professional ranks. You know, NFL, I would, who wants to deal with 85, literally 100 kids, right? I, I mean, a bunch of 18 to 22-year-olds, who needs that headache? Forget that. Give me the NFL. You know, uh, baseball, you know, you get paid the tiddlywinks. No one even knows you exist in, in, uh, in college. Give me the MLB. Hockey, uh, lesser extent, but certainly, uh, you know, it's about even, but certainly make more money, more exposure uh, in the NHL. NBA is the only one. 
The only one where it's it's better to be a college basketball coach than it is a professional coach. Good luck, good luck dealing with these bozos and all the egos and everything else. You had a head coach, a head coach of the All-Star game two days ago say that the All-Star game stunk because no one was playing any defense. Well, you're the head coach, you know? Get him to play defense. Pull him out of the game. Well, I can't do that. Why not? Well, because it's LeBron and it's uh, this guy and it's that guy. I, You know, well, you're the head coach. They had no power. No power whatsoever. You're at the beckoning call of these players. Nate McMillan, a longtime NBA player, longtime coach. He's been in, you know, bounced around, um, successful, has a winning record in the two plus years uh, when everything is said and done over three seasons with Atlanta, but. So he's out. Uh, Quinn Snyder. Oh, yeah. Boy, all those championships Quinn Snyder won at Utah. Yeah, he supposedly is in line to get the job. Speaking of the Jazz real quickly here, I, I, I don't – what am I missing? Utah Jazz make a trade. They get rid of a bunch of serviceable players. Not great, but good players. They, they strip the team down. They do get Russell Westbrook back in a trade. They're at the time in the postseason when the trade was made. Now they're a half a game out or a game out, whatever it is. And they let they 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 let Russell Westbrook just walk for nothing. Bought him out of his contract. Go ahead, you can go sign with another team, and I guess he's gonna sign with the LA Clippers. We talked about that. Why would you do that, right? Then the Jazz yesterday signed Chris Dunn and Frank Jackson uh to 10-day contracts. Cause why? They think they're really good. Not really, because they don't have any bodies. They need more players because they let all these guys walk. It doesn't make any sense. Why don't you just keep Russell Westbrook? Why don't you just try and win? The NBA, I, I just, I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I know what I do get. College basketball, SEC Play of the Year coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, welcome back. It is uh, Ops Picks on SportsGrid Radio. Uh, speaking of mental midgets and everything, uh, I, I tell you, I, I wonder if people are alive when they do their jobs, right? So... Bought a uh, bought my daughter a uh, a BB gun for uh, for Christmas. She wanted a BB gun. Don't ask why. I guess she wants to shoot some birds, right? So uh, lo and behold, we open it up. Uh, it's a gamo. Um, nice, nice one. Cost about two hundred bucks. You know, de- decent one. One of the uh, it, it's called a ten X Swarm Whisper. Right. So we open it up Christmas Day. She takes it all apart. Blah blah blah. blah. She loses the cartridge where you load the BBs in. We, we, we hadn't even used it. We hadn't even taken it out of the living room, let, let alone use it. And we've already lost a piece to the BB gun, right? So it's taken me a little while. So I, I, we looked around, couldn't find it. Um, went back to the store. The store doesn't sell those kind of parts. You got to go through uh, Gamo, uh, the gun manufacturer, directly. Okay. So we go through the manufacturer. And oddly enough, there's like three different loaders. One for 10X, one for 10X Gen 2, or one for 10X Gen 3. And it says specifically, you got to pick the right one. Okay. Well, I don't see one for 10X Swarm Whisperer. So which one do I get? I'm not buying all three. I'm not going to buy one and find out it's the wrong one. So, all right. 
you go over to look at the magazine, you know, the little catalog they give you, uh, and they say, uh, any questions, uh, call customer service. I try customer service. The, the phone is like, it's somewhere in, I don't know where it is. Uh, so they say email. All right, so I email them. I'll read you my email. Hi, folks. And real casual. Bought a brand new 10X Swarm Whisperer air rifle for Christmas. Uh, we already lost a small reloader piece. I want to make sure I buy the right replacement part. So should I get the 10X piece, the 10X Gen 2, or the 10X Gen 3 reloader? Because I don't see where the 10X Swarm Whisperer falls into a separate reloader category, or is it one of the above? So clearly, I don't know what kind I have, right? It doesn't specify, or if there is a separate one for the Swarm Whisperer. So good old Amber, I don't know if she's a porn star, uh, you know, on the side, but no last name. Good old Amber says, thank you for contacting Gamo. To order the magazine, you can go online at so-and-so, so-and-so, or so-and-so, so-and-so, depending on the caliber uh, you have. <laughs> I'm like... Hello? Anybody home? That was my question to you. What caliber do I have? It's not listed. I see three separate ones. You're giving me two options. All right, so we've eliminated one option. Which one is the, you know, which category does the small whisper or sound whisper or whatever the hell it is? Which one does that fall into? Uh, again, like, are, are they alive? You know, when, when they read these emails, I'm going to try and call this number, but, uh, you know, it's got an area code of 479. Uh, that that doesn't sound good. Now, I'm not an expert on area codes, but I, I think I could be calling Jabib here. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how people are just no pride. Just no pride in their work. Uh, there, there really isn't. It's like talking to my wife. I just, it's, 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 you know, you might as well just talk to the wall. How about the Vancouver Canucks last night? Did it again. I got to tell you, it's amazing. This is really going down as one of the all-time, all-time great streaks. And it's the it's the one time, it's like in Vegas, where I always tell you with Let It Ride, you can risk more than what you can lose because they let you put three bets up there, but you can pull back two. So if you have a great hand, you're going to win on all three bets. But if you have a lousy hand, you can only... Uh, you could pull back two of those bets. It's the only bet in town that they allow you to do that, right? Or like craps, it's the only game in town where you can bet to lose and win money. You know, try doing that at a table. I mean, you'll get evil eyes, but you could say you're not going to crap or you're going to crap out. You can bet to lose in essence. So this is the only one in Vegas where the odds are in your favor. Tremendously. Tremendously. How so? Last night, Vancouver's on the road, right? We've been talking about this for about two weeks now. Vancouver road games, I know, uh, you know, the uh, Cam and, and Gabe have talked about it for a little bit longer, but we, we caught on a little bit later. So Vancouver road games have scored a goal in the first 10 minutes, 27 out of 29 games heading into last night. 27 and 2. Now, if something happens 27 times 29 and you're going to bet that thing to happen again, 
the odds would be astronomical under normal circumstances, right? I mean, if it happens 27 out of 22, figure out the odds. I mean, it's 90, you know, whatever, 7% of the time, 6%, whatever it comes out to be. I mean, so if you were going to lay odds on that based on how much it's happened already, you'd have to lay, you know, like $90 to win a dollar, realistically. Boys in Vegas are giving his bet at like minus 175. It's unbelievable. Something that has happened 27 out of 29 times, and you don't even, for the most part, have to lay two to one. It was minus 175, 180 last night. Lo and behold, at Nashville, Predators score four and a half minutes into the game. It hits again. 28 and two. And again, I know the one game we did lose because uh, we played it now four times with three and one. Uh, it was juice minus 220. But still, um, something, again, that's happened now 28 out of 30 times. And you have to lay, for the most part, less than two to one. You Where in the world would you ever get that, right? I mean, I think of a, a, a field goal kicker, uh, you know, kicking a 20-yard field goal. And he's going to hit 28 out of 30. And you can get that he's going to hit 29 out of 30 at minus 180. I mean, it, there's no way in the world you wouldn't bet that. So... I'm glad it keeps keeps on happening, you know. And I looked it up for home games. I told you this last week when we talked about it, or two weeks ago. The home games is only about 50-50. In fact, I think there were more no scores, slightly like 13 to 11, than yes. And my only reasoning on why it's happening on the road is, you know, if I wanted to, I, I could go back. But I'm venturing to guess uh, it's happening 75 to 80 percent of the time with the road te- or with the home team scoring. So I think they see these Patsies uh, Canucks coming to town. Their defense stinks. The place is all pumped up. Beginning of the game, players are all pumped up, and uh, that's allowing that home team to score. That, I mean, that, that that would be my guess on why it happens that way more so than at home. But it is bizarre. But it's, it's still happening. Happened again last night. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Amazing. Keep playing it. They're not on the road tonight. They, uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. They're on the road uh, Thursday. Canucks, yeah, they are. They're in St. Louis on Thursday. So that would be our next uh, next time we play it again. Curious to see what the line would be, but I'm guessing right around minus 175 and just keep on playing it. So we won with that. We lost our ladder play. Son of a gun. Leg number four, step number four. We had a uh, a two shot on goal round robin or a two shot on goal parlay. Nishir, the Devils hit it early. Tage Thompson got it for Buffalo easily. Marchesso got it easily for Vegas. Braden Point, a little bit of a struggle, but he got it. We headed into the Leon Dreisaitl Edmonton game at night. Edmonton Oilers. And would you believe he only got one shot on goal? Unbelievable. Back to square one with his dopey ladder thing. Shots on goal. Open parlays, though, remain on fire. We'll talk about that when we come back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, 844-843-6879, our toll-free telephone number. We got some college basketball stuff to get to, some open parlay stuff to get to as well as uh, the latter may have fallen apart, but our open parlay after collecting uh, last week on fire, we're 3-0. and Well, check that. We're 2-0 uh, and uh, with that one. We're 3-0 and with our underdog open parlay. How about that? We're on leg number four of that one. So we're up to uh, 134 bucks. We'll get to that. And then our hitting again with our can't lose parlay picked up another nine bucks last night. Cha-ching, cha-ching. All right, 844-843-6879. Phone calls, though. First up, our good buddy Walt from Memphis is on the line. What's going on, Walt? How are you today, bud? Hey, how you doing, Scotty? How you doing today, man? Hello, Hello? man. How are you? How are you? Scotty. Yeah, you got me? Hey, yep. I got I got, yeah, I got you now. I got some good news for you, Scotty. And it seems like you okay. need some, too. Higher way. 479 Everett Code is West Arkansas. Really? The, the good thing about West Arkansas. Oh, wow. The best, best thing about West Arkansas, Rogers, Arkansas, is the headquarters of Daisy BB Gun. I used to deliver there all the time. So that number there really? might help you out with your little. Uh, yeah, because one time back in the day, Scotty, I had a I had a uh, pellet gun that I was shooting BBs and I screwed it up. And I talked to the people in that facility there. They told me, bring it, well, bring it here. We might can fix it for you. So on my next trip around, bring it there. And then my next trip back around, they had fixed it and everything. No no charge and everything. Them good people up there, they probably take care wow. of you there, Scotty. Days of BB gun. Oh, that's cool. That's that, the name that's of the facility. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that, okay. that's a real well, place. I'm not calling over to Egypt or something. <laughs> no, no, know. it's a real place. It's there. It, it's in Rogers, Arkansas. Name of city Rogers, Arkansas. Home of days of BB gone. <laughs> All right, cool. So have a cool. good day. That's good to know. Right, have a good one, Scott. Hey. I love you now. You got it. You got okay. it, Walt. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah. Uh, okay. All good right. job by uh, Walt Smith for Tigers. Uh, all right, Walt. See you later. Um, Good, Andrew. I hang up on him. Okay, there you go. Um, hey, good job by uh, Memphis uh, last week. Now, they lost, but they were playing without their best player, and they still uh, covered the spread and then uh, took Houston down to the wire. So I think they're going to get into the NCAA tournament. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, of that. So that's good. So the 479 is in Arkansas, and it sounds like it's a BB gun factory. So, all right, I'll have to give them a call and then just uh, kind of lay it all out uh, and just figure out which one. I, I don't know why this one would be separate from the others, but it looks like it is. So. You know me, my my luck. I'll uh, I'll end up buying it, and it'll be the wrong piece, and the whole thing will explode. You know, my daughter will shoot her eye out, and the, and the whole kit and caboodle. That that'll be the end of everything. So, all right, we got to make sure we get the right one there. That that's cool. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. So yes, uh, our open parlays we did hit last night on all three. So not bad. We'll start with the uh, the the main one. We had East Carolina laying a point and a half at Tulsa. They won by two. We'll take it, uh, depending on when you got it. You know, all I could do is write it down uh, as it is when I'm doing it. So it was one and a half yesterday morning. If you happen to get it too, what can I tell you? You know, worst come to worst, you always just buy the hook and, and you just win a couple dollars less. You're better off doing that than not playing it or maybe playing it at a different line. But we hit with East Carolina laying a point and a half. They really should have won. They were up six with like 14 seconds left. I meant to go to the play-by-play. How'd they end up winning by just two? I was surprised to see that score, 
You know, I, I committed the mortal sin and just thinking, okay, this is going to be a winner. And it was, but they ended up only winning by two. Let me see. Let me scroll down and figure out the play-by-play. Where is the game here? Um, let's see. Tulsa, Tulsa, Tulsa. East Carolina, 62-60. Let's go to the box score. All right, let's go to the play-by-play. Second half. Scroll all the way down. It was uh, 57-54 with 16 seconds left. Even before that, they were up uh, six. Yeah, 54-48 with uh, minute 47 left. It was 54-50 with a minute 11 left. 54-52. This dopey uh, East Carolina team, lucky they won. Uh, although they make a three-pointer. That, this is what I saw. This this is it. 57-52. That's the last I saw with 37 seconds left. And I kind of like, okay, we, we won, we covered. What happened after that? Tulsa makes a jumper with 22 seconds left to make it 57-54. They foul. Of course, the kid misses the front end of the one-and-one. Tulsa hits a jumper with 10 seconds left. It's down to one, 57-56. It's 57-56 with 10 seconds left, and the final was 62-60? They scored four. They scored nine points in the final 10 seconds? Let me see how this happens. Uh, timeout, East Carolina up one, 10 seconds left. Tulsa fouls. Kid hits make uh, both free throws with eight seconds left to make it 59-56. Somehow or another, East Carolina fouls? It was a double foul? Must have been a double foul? So East Carolina shoots two free throws, they make them. Tulsa shoots two free throws, they make them. Holy crow. So it's 59-58. Tulsa fouls again with seven seconds left. They hit both free throws to make it 61-58. Again, somehow or another, Tulsa is, well, I I guess up three. They decided they weren't going to let Tulsa hit a three, so they fouled. But they didn't run any time off the clock. Literally seven seconds, same exact thing. Tulsa hits both free throws. To make it 61-60, they foul. East Carolina makes one of two free throws to make it 62-60. And Tulsa says defensive rebound and end up end of the game. So I, I guess they didn't have any more timeouts. The game just ended. They didn't get a shot off. So 62-60 is your final. Wow. Uh, that, that, that's a, that nine points. I don't know. The over-under had to be more than 122. So that didn't come into play. But that that's bizarre. Uh, all those uh, extra points. So anyway, we got the we got that winner. So now we're up to uh, three hundred twenty-two dollars. We had two good, decent winners. The first two legs of our open parlay. We had uh, the Bruins on Monday laying a goal and a half against Ottawa. We picked up sixty-nine bucks. Uh, we put one hundred sixty-nine last night on East Carolina. Uh, we win 153, so we're up to three hundred twenty-two dollars and fifty cents. Where are we going to go tonight? Uh, I'll explain later in detail, but we're going to go Vandy laying two and a half at LSU. $322 on Vandy on the road, Scott? Yeah, Vandy on the road, $322.50 to win $293. 
will be up to over 600 bucks through three legs. This this is setting up to be a monster open parlay. So we're already up 867 bucks, going two and ten so far. If we could hit this one, ooh, yeah. So I'll explain Vandy in a moment. Underdog open parlay. Hit with the Rangers on Friday. Took our original 25 out. Hit with Kansas on Monday. We did win with Miami last night. 116 plus 116 odds. We picked up uh, $73. So we're up to $134.50. Remember, we only start with $25. We use a quarter of a unit uh, with this one. So we're up to $134.50. And we're, we're going to cheat the system a little, but not really. But we're grabbing Wisconsin at home tonight, minus 102. So they're not quite an underdog. Point spread-wise, they are. They're getting a point and a half at home against Iowa. Uh, money line, though, which is what we uh, normally bet, it, it is minus 102, but but that's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll cheat the system a little bit. So $134.50 on Wisconsin at minus 102, which is basically even to win $132. We're playing whiskey because they're in desperation mode. And Iowa stinks on the road. They're better than Wisconsin, but they're three and six on the road. Uh, they don't win like most teams. They don't win when they're not at home. So knowing this is desperation game for Wisconsin, I'm getting them at even money. Uh, I'll consider that an underdog. We hit this. We're up to two hundred sixty bucks, and then we're on our way. This is leg number four, so uh, not bad. Not not bad at all. Then leg number five and six. Then we can really kind of take some chances on some big. I thought about Arizona tonight in hockey, believe it or not, but uh, I, I just can't pull the trigger. But they're actually they have. A, I told you this the other day. They have a winning record at home, and they're taking on a Calgary Flames team that's you know at this point mediocre. So I I do like them at plus one eighty, but. Let me take, in my eyes, the sure thing in Wisconsin. Our can't-lose parlay, which we just win a couple of dollars. I told you this. We're just going to you know, keep on plucking away. And, you know, uh, by the end of the month, uh, you know, maybe we'll up, uh, be up to $200, and then we'll go through uh, April and see how much we can win. You know, maybe we'll cash out at, uh, at, at uh, 300 Slowly but surely, we're getting there. We did hit with Arkansas last night, minus 12 to 1 versus Georgia. We picked up $9. So we've gone from $100, which is what we bet, up to $118 over three wins. $6 on Houston, the Cougars. $3 on the Dookie Pukies uh, Monday. $9 last night. So we're up to $118. We're going to put that on the Drake Bulldogs, laying 18 to 1 against Illinois State. Risking 118 to win $6.50. And again, I know it's not a lot, but you know what it does do? It shows your site, whether it's FanDuel or whatever, that you bet $100. They don't realize you're betting $100 to win with 6 So you get better credits that way versus the $10, $15 that maybe you normally bet. So if anything else, this helps that situation out. So Drake laying 18 to 1, $118 to win $6.50. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those patent pencils, get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Although we did last night, in fact, we kicked their ass. Uh, went 6-0 with our straight plays, 0-6-1 with our opposite picks. Uh, it's nice when things that are supposed to happen actually happen. So uh, we're 121 up, 133 down, minus 1900 and 30 bucks if you're going opposite of uh, what I really like. So here we go. Seven pack, maybe you'll get your money back today. In the end, you're going to basically break even no matter what you do. Uh, I'm going to start with Providence getting 7.5 at UConn. Any other conference, I'd probably be laying the 7.5, but not in the Big East. Told you yesterday with Marquette, uh, which won outright. Big East teams regularly win on the road. They really do, especially this time of the year when these bubble teams can't take any nights off. Rivalry game, teams separated by less than 100 miles. Providence is very good. So is UConn. Getting 7.5 points with Providence is golden. Love the Friars here. Uh, give me UConn uh, laying the seven and a half. Pick number two, Florida laying three and a half versus Kentucky. I love Kentucky. I'm a Rick uh, uh, Calipari, or, uh, John Calipari guy, uh, and Rick Patino for that matter. But uh, I just don't trust them, especially on the road. They're coming off perhaps their best back-to-back -back wins of the season at Mississippi State and Tennessee. But it would be just like this club to now lose at Florida, which is pretty good and is desperate for a big-time win. I think the Gators get it here. Love Florida here laying only three and a half. Uh, give me a Kentucky uh, laying a three and a half. Pick number three, uh, Sanford laying two versus Chattanooga. What the fudge is this kind of game, Scott? Yeah, yeah, I know. Next to last game, though, for both clubs as Sanford, S-A-M-F-O-R-D, tries to clinch the number one seed in the upcoming Southern Tournament. Uh, you know they're going to be extra prepared and pumped up for this game. They'll take it seriously, which means they really should win easily. Chattanooga only 15 and 14 overall, 7 and 9 in uh, conference play. Uh, you know, no way in the world they're going to get in the way of Sanford winning this, uh, you know, Southern Conference. Love, 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 love Sanford here. Yeah, give me a Chattanooga plus the two. Pick number four, NC State laying five and a half versus Wake Forest. This NC State team is a pretty good team. You know, you hear about North Carolina. You hear about the Dookie Pukies all the time. You even hear about, uh, you know, Wake Forest every once in a while. It's been a long time since NC State's really been good, good. They are good, good. They really are. 21-7 uh, and seven overall, 11-6 and six in ACC play. Uh, Wake is different, uh, decent, but not in uh, State's class. State's coming off a monster win versus rival North Carolina. Carolina, but Wake is also a rival, so they'll be just as ready for this game. Love North Carolina here, uh, laying five and a half. Yeah, give me a Wake Forest uh, plus the uh, five and a half. Pick number five, uh, St. John's laying two and a half at Georgetown. You know, I'm rooting for Patrick Ewing. But, man, it's it's just been a struggle for him. It really has. I really doubt that he makes uh, past the, this season, to tell you the truth. 
they're just not that good, and he's just not that good as a head coach. Well, what else can you say? You know, they had a 29-game losing streak, conference losing streak. They did finally get a win. They did finally get a road win, breaking another long streak with that as well. But they got two conference wins. Anytime I can go against a team with two conference wins and near pick them odds, <laughs> where do I sign? Love St. John's here. Uh, give me a Georgetown plus the two and a half. Pick number six, South Carolina Upstate laying one and a half at Presbyterian. What is this, you may be asking? Battle of lowlifes of uh, South Carolina basketball. Presbyterian a little bit lower than South Carolina Upstate, which is 13 and 14 overall, but eight and eight in Big South play. Not bad, not great, but this is more of an anti-Presbyterian play because, well... They may be the worst team in college basketball. Yeah, even lower than Chicago State. Presbyterian is 5-24. and 1-15 and in Big South play. They've lost 15 in a row, folks. 15! And all I have to do is lay a point and a half with a club that's, you know, 13 and 14, basically 500. Oh, love going upstate with South Carolina. Uh, give me Presbyterian plus the one and a half. Pick number seven, our SEC game of the year. Vandy laying two at LSU. LSU can't wait for this season to end. Vandy, meanwhile, on fire, believe it or not. They had a nice uh, road win at South Carolina in a similar situation last week. They've won a season-high five in a row. That includes uh, two, in fact, road wins. LSU, meanwhile, sucks. They've lost 14 straight, 12 by eight points or more. They are coming close to winning. Love, 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 love Vandy here. Uh, give me LSU plus the two. Opposite picks, seven-pack, college basketball, UConn laying seven-and-a-half against Providence, Kentucky laying three-and-a-half at Florida, Presbyterian plus a point-and-a-half at South Carolina Upstate, Chattanooga plus two against Samford, Wake Forest plus five-and-a-half at NC State, Georgetown plus two-and-a-half versus St. John's, and uh, LSU plus the two against Vandy. Opposite picks for a Wednesday, February 22nd. Good luck, folks. Ah, there you go. You know, I said it, uh, I've said this many times, with all sports, really, but especially college basketball. It really is especially college basketball. Later on in the year, it does become easier to pick winners. I'm never going to say it's easy to pick winners because it does take a lot of effort and hard work and this, that, and what have you. But it, it does become easier when the season has gone on for three quarters, basically, right? Four-fifths of the season. We're almost done. Why so? Because you know you know who the good teams are. You know who the bad teams are. You know even the bad teams early on are still striving. They're still getting fans going to the game. There's still hope. You know at this point of the season, if you suck, you suck, right? It, it doesn't matter. And the boys in Vegas give you so much credit for being at home for home court advantage. When in reality, th there is no home court advantage. You know, how many people are going to be uh, at Presbyterian to watch uh, them in South Carolina Upstate or Chattanooga to watch them in Sanford, right? So, you know, the boys in Vegas, they're too blind to see this stuff. So they still shift the line about five, six points for home court advantage. And in reality, there is no advantage. So that helps the situation some.
and you, you get trends and you get the you know rivalries and you get the bounce back spots and you get teams that lose to bad teams early on that want to face them the second time around. You get you get so many more angles second half of the season and and then like I said, most importantly. You know, you just know who the bad teams are. And then you get teams that are on a bubble that you know they're going to put forth a good effort. So it does become easier. And I think that's uh, why we went 0-6 last night with the opposite picks. And I got a feeling we're going to – maybe we won't go 0-6 again tonight. But I bet we have a winning record with my real picks uh, once again tonight. So – and I do love Vandy. You know, we, we use them I, – I generally don't like the mix and match, but I did use them with our open parlay. But – they're playing good basketball. You know, I mean, I know it's still Vandy. I, I get that. But you know what? As I mentioned here, they've won five in a row, two of those on the road. Um, you know, so at, at Florida, I think, was one of them. And then out South Carolina was the other one. You know, they're playing a horrible LSU team. You know, Vandy is actually becoming a bubble team, eight and six in conference play, 15 and 12 overall. Not great, but you never know. Uh, they knocked off a rival Tennessee, which was ranked in this little stretch. They beat a decent, you know, Auburn team in this stretch at home. They're going to crush it. I mean, realistically, they should just bury LSU. LSU just stinks. You know, and this is where the boys in Vegas get a little stubborn. You know, uh, they, they don't, like, just relent to the fact that maybe Vandy's actually pretty good. I mean, I, I got a team that's lost 14 in a row. 14 and or this this team but this LSU team lost to South Carolina at home for goodness sakes. I mean South Carolina blows. And now I'm getting a red hot LSU uh, Vandy team uh, against this club and all I have to do is lay two two and a half. Wow. So that's why we're going to use that. I, I think that best game of the year in the SEC. I had the best game of the year and that other one that Sanford or uh, that that South Carolina upstate versus Presbyterian. Same thing. Presbyterians lost 15 in a row. I can go against a team that's lost 15 in a row and only lay one and a half? Five and 24. I, I bet that two of those wins have come against like Division three teams as well. I, I, I bet it's not even like a real win for them. So where do I sign? I look at, this is looking to be like another good night if you just go with the, the real plays. But if you if you're going opposite all the time, you got to go opposite all the time. It's simple. You can't jump back and forth. I always tell that to people. All right, shots on goal. Tough night last night. Yeah, I, I knew it. There, there were too many three and a halfs. I, I said it yesterday. You know, we had a great run. Um, otherwise, I normally wouldn't have played as many. So we ended up going one, two, one, two, three, four, five, two and seven when you count the parlays. We hit both ends of the front end of the parlay. We didn't hit with the Peterson. He only had one. So, uh, and we had him in two parlays. So that screwed us up. Um, so we went two and seven overall. Not, not the worst thing in the world, obviously, but uh, still a little dipped into our profits for sure. So we only have three hockey games tonight. Real limited schedule tonight. Uh, it's it's going to be wall-to-wall college basketball tonight uh, on uh, in-place sports tonight. We'll, we'll get a couple of guests uh, for sure. Um, but shots on goal with the three games. Uh, we're going to blow off the uh, the first game. We're going to use Calgary's uh, Nazim Kadre three and a half, um, and uh, Andrew Mangiapane. We don't use him too often, but he's at two, two and a half. So I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns and use these two and a halves. Dallas is in action uh, as well. They take on uh, who are they playing here? Some stiff team. They're playing. Uh, oh yeah, Chicago Blackhawks. 
So you got Calgary at Arizona and uh, Dallas at home against Chicago. So we'll use uh, Jason Robertson, three and a half for Dallas. And then Rupe Hints, one of our all-time favorites, uh, two and a half for the Stars. So Cadre, Mangiapane for uh, Calgary, Robertson and Hints uh, for Dallas. And then we're going to use one parlay. Uh, Mason Marchment, he's at one and a half. Not two and a half, but one and a half, minus 188. So we're going to put him in a parlay with uh, Mikhail Backlund for Calgary. He's at two and a half. He's also minus 188. So put those two guys. I won't lay that kind of wood straight, but I'll put him in a parlay. And then if we win, uh, we win uh, over two to one. So not bad. Uh, our pyramid plays yesterday, we went three and oh. Gave me the Red Wings as a dog, plus 130. We uh, beat Washington, who's now uh, 0 and 4 without Ovechkin. Um, did give you our best hockey uh, shot on goal guy, Marchessault. He did win. So he was one of our two winners. And then we gave you uh, Texas A&M versus Tennessee. That was a winner. So 3-0 and with our uh, pyramid plays. Tonight, I'll give you another dog. i got to go with Arizona. Plus 170 versus Calgary. Yeah, Calgary's got a losing record, a big, like 11-18 and 18 on the road. And Arizona, as bad as they are, they actually have a winning record. That presents itself as a live dog. Uh, best shot on goal, let's go with Rupe Hints, uh, one of our all-time favorites, two and a half for Dallas. And then college basketball, obviously Vandy laying the two, two and a half versus, uh, versus LSU, our best uh, college basketball play of the night. So we're through that. We got that. We got that. Uh, how about 42 years ago today? Can you think about what happened? A little pop quiz. I'll tell you when we come back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. Wrap up with a couple things. Charles writes in, Scott, just throwing it out there, Arizona Coyotes are on a nine-game point streak. And, uh, you know, when he wrote that, I was like, no way, right? I looked it up. You're right, Charles. Uh, in fact, they're 6-5 and five straight up their last 11 games with four of those losses coming in overtime. And uh, they have gone nine straight games with either winning or losing in overtime. Uh, they're picking the worst time of the year <laughs> to actually start playing well. So uh, that reemphasizes how they are a live dog tonight for sure. Also, he says, uh, Fran McCaffrey ejected last game. I'm trying to look up how a team does after their coach gets ejected the previous game. Hopefully crappy. Uh, that's a funny one. I don't know if there is a line on that. Uh, if there is a trend, Sean tweets it about. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you to bet this hundred hours to win five hours because at worst comes the worst. It, it, it you know increases your averages and, and gives you better bonuses with these uh, sites. Scott, heads up, FanDuel, DraftKings uh, are writing algorithms to incorporate average line juice bet by player to do two things: help the fraud department uh, and. Uh, they prevent people from laying big juice to take advantage of promotions and free bets. So the days of laying minus 18 to 1 for 100 hours to qualify for promos and stuff like that are almost over. Fudge. Still do it, but I thought that was a little extra bonus that, that we would be getting. So uh, maybe not. Apparently not. Uh, but that's right. I just, uh, just still still do it anyway. Uh, uh, Pete writes in, uh, Scott, just a reminder, with uh, Nate McMillan being fired, Atlanta Hawks, they next play Friday night. Coach's fired system in play. Absolutely. One of the best systems we have. And this is a classic. 
one because they clearly, or at least Trey Young clearly did not like him. So they, they're going to be extra pumped up. How about uh, LaShawn McCoy just crushing Eric Bieniemy again, saying him he's a loser, basically. Victor Wambayama, ESPN, saying he's growing. He's seven foot five now. How about 42 years ago today? Miracle on ice. USA beats the Russians. Still remember where I was. Greatest victories of all time. Pro Football Full Circle with me and Ben Stevens coming up next, so don't go anywhere.